Section 18 of the Report of the Inquiry into the Role and Oversight of Private Security Contractors in Afghanistan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. 3. Training. While DOD, CENTCOM, and its subordinate contracting command have all promulgated standards for training contract security guards, DOD contract files and other documents reviewed by the committee indicate serious deficiencies in private security contractors meeting those standards. A. Training of Armor Group Guards at Shindand As discussed above, ECC's contract with Armor Group to provide security at Shindand Air Base stated that Armor Group, quote, shall obtain and show proof of all required Afghanistan and coalition applicable permits, agreements, licenses, and certificates. End quote. Company documents, however, do not indicate that Armor Group or ECC ever even sought CENTCOM approval for the guards at Shindan to carry weapons. The Department of Defense reported that none of Armor Group's armed guards at Shindan are listed in the database that tracks Department contractor personnel. If Armor Group had sought CENTCOM permission for its security personnel to carry weapons, the company would have been obliged to retain documentation showing that all armed employees were qualified to use their weapons, and had received training in the Law of Armed Conflict, LOAC, and Rules for the Use of Force, RUF. Armor Group's own proposal for the Shindian contract stated that all company personnel undergo extensive training to include training relative to the rules on the use of force and compliance with ISAF directives, and said that, quote, all personnel assigned to the project will be trained to use their individually assigned weapon, as well as all weapons deployed on site, end quote. The proposal stated that training records would be, quote, maintained for each operator, updated following each training session, and available upon request, end quote. The company has been unable, however, to produce those records in response to committee requests. b. EODT training for guards at Adriscon. EODT's contract to provide security at Adriscon National Training Center (NTC) explicitly requires the company to retain documentation showing that all armed employees received training in the Law of Armed Conflict (LOAC) and the rules for the use of force, RUF. According to the terms of the contract, EODT is supposed to keep training records for six months following the termination of the contract. EODT records indicate that 40 armed guards in the early part of 2008 did not have documented LOAC or RUF training, as training forms were not completed, not signed, or missing altogether. Footnote. A review of records for current EODT armed guards suggests that the company has improved their compliance with the requirement to maintain LOAC and RUF training records. End footnote. EODT's contract also requires the company to retain documentation showing that all employees have met weapons qualification standards. Footnote. EODT is obliged to keep these weapons qualification records throughout the duration of and for six months following the termination of the contract. Department of the Army Contract with EODT, number W91B4M, 
08-C-0014, Provision of Site Security Services at Adraskan National Training Center, at 18-20, Award Effective, Date January 5, 2008. End footnote. Company records also indicate that 27 of the armed guards failed their weapon qualifications, but still performed as armed guards on the contract. Footnote. Personnel records reviewed by the committee do not indicate that those men were retrained. End footnote. Another 16 guards contained no weapons qualification data at all. Footnote. EODT said it faced problems with the construction and orientation of their firing range that affected their ability to qualify their guards. Committee staff interview of Ken were blanked out at 1.10, November 24, 2009. End footnote. While a July 2008 DCMA audit said that EODT personnel were, quote, properly trained and qualified, end quote, and company personnel stated that, by that month they were able to qualify all of their armed guards, there appears to be no documentation that that happened. When asked about the company's training records, Chris were blanked out, the deputy site security manager at Adras Khan, responsible for training the guard force, replied, quote, I mean there should be, I guess, X amount of training sheets in the file, or whatever. I don't know. I'm not an admin guy, end quote. One of the contracting officer representatives for the EODT contract at Adraskan explained, quote, That was a problem I had. Even though they claimed that individuals had been trained, they weren't able to prove it through their documentation. End quote. C. Training deficiencies on other DOD security contracts. Failures to meet DOD standards appear to be widespread among DOD's private security contractors in Afghanistan. In fact, in September 2008, the Army's Chief of Contracting at Regional Contracting Command Fenty in Jalalabad stated that there were 22 separate Afghan security guard contracts in his area of operations in eastern Afghanistan with a, quote, recurring list of issues, end quote, including, quote, lack of weapons, law of armed conflict, and rules of engagement training, end quote. Documents reviewed by the committee suggest that the problems identified by the contracting chief were pervasive in private security contracts in Afghanistan. 1. Paktika Province In December 2007, Mohammed Atta, an Afghan security provider, agreed to provide security at FOB were blanked out in Paktika Province. The contract included requirements for training personnel on the use of weapons, rules on the use of force, and the law of armed conflict. While a May 2008 DCMA audit indicated that a contractor met all contract requirements, a second audit completed by a different auditor less than three weeks later reached the opposite conclusion, stating that, quote, although the previous report, the contractor's officer representative, sent in indicates that everything is great, in reality none of the necessary actions have been performed. The rules on the use of force and law of armed conflict have not been fulfilled in addition to the required weapons training. End quote. The latter review also found that when new guards were hired, quote, no training end quote, was being provided and said that the COR believed that the contractor did not quote, 
fully understand the contract requirements. End quote. A contract for private security at Word Blanked Out Firebase, west of FOB Word Blanked Out, also contained the regulatory training requirements for armed guards. A June 2008 audit of that contract disclosed, however, that, quote, when new individuals were hired on the contract, there was no one available to provide training, end quote. That audit also indicated that there were no records that the guards had completed weapons, rules for the use of force, or law of armed conflict training. A contract issued in December 2007 for Mohammed Gall security to provide 34 security guards at FOB were blanked out, also included the training requirements. A May 2008 DCMA audit of the contract, however, said that there was, quote, no proof of guards' authorization to be armed, end quote, and that they were, quote, not receiving rules on the use of force training and law of armed conflict training, end quote. The audit said that the guards, quote, have no ammo, end quote, and, quote, are not receiving weapons training, end quote. A follow-up audit conducted in early July 2008 said that guards were, quote, not receiving weapons training at this time, end quote, and indicated that RUF and LOAC training was also not being conducted. Another follow-up audit conducted at the end of July 2008 suggested that, while RUF and LOAC training may have occurred, the guards still had not begun weapons training. In fact, the audit stated that the site did not even have enough ammunition for the guards to undergo weapons training. 2. Parwan Province In August 2008, the Bagram Regional Contracting Center issued a contract to Haji Asil Khan, a former Northern Alliance commander, to provide 162 security guards at Word Blanked Out. Footnote. See Jake Sherman and Victoria D. Domenico, The Public Cost of Private Security in Afghanistan, Center on International Cooperation, September 2009. Haji Azul Khan is reported to have been a former Northern Alliance commander allied with Haji Almas, a member of Parliament who Human Rights Watch has said was, quote, implicated in war crimes and crimes against humanity that occurred during hostilities in Kabul in the early 1990s, end quote. Human Rights Watch, World Report 2006, Afghanistan, January 18, 2006. End footnote. The contract included JCCIA's training requirements. A DCMA audit of that contract conducted in March 2009 stated that there was, quote, no evidence of annual qualification of safe handling of firearms, end quote, and, quote, no annual training records for rules of use of force, RUF, and laws of armed conflict, end quote. Despite DCMA issuing a corrective action request, follow-up audits conducted over several months do not indicate that corrective measures were ever taken by the contractor. An audit performed in August 2009 indicated that the security guards at the site were no longer authorized to carry weapons. 3. Logar Province Akhmad Zia, an Afghan security provider, was contracted to provide 22 security guards at FOB were blanked out. The contract included the DFARS clause, 
requiring training for contractor personnel on the use of weapons rules for the use of force and the law of armed conflict while in april two thousand eight dcma audit indicated that the guards had received weapons training a may thirty one two thousand eight audit reported quote, unsatisfactory end quote, results with quote, no proof of contractor security guards receiving weapons training end quote. A May 2008 audit of a second security contract in Logar, this one for 60 guards at FOB were blanked out, stated that, other than the word of the guards' commander, there was, quote, no proof, end quote, of guards receiving weapons, RUF, or LOAC training. A follow-up audit, conducted in October 2008, said that, while RUF and LOAC training had been completed, that there was still no documentation of guards having received weapons training more than two months later a dcma audit indicated that weapons training could not be completed because the firing range at the fob had been torn down training had still not been started by march two thousand nine by april two thousand nine nearly a year after the lack of guard training had first been noted a dcma audit indicated that training was finally completed Nangahar Province. Repeated audits of two Golden State Group contracts to provide security at camp were blanked out in Nangahar Province showed serious training deficiencies. A September 2008 audit of one of those contracts indicated that the contractor lacked proof that guards had been trained. An audit of the second contract said that Golden State Group's owner was listed as one of the guards, but that he, quote, has no documentation for training, and is absent over 70% of the time." End quote. That audit also found that guards lacked weapons, and that weapons training, quote, was not given, end quote. On October 14, 2008, DCMA issued a Corrective Action Request, CAR, to the Golden State Group. DCMA documents indicate, however, that the contractor was, quote, non-responsive, end quote, and follow-up, quote, disclosed unresolved issues, end quote. Both of Golden State Group's contracts at Word Blanked Out were audited again in November 2008. One of those audits found that, quote, weapons training and documentation are incomplete, end quote, and that guards lacked proof of authorization to be armed. The audit noted that, quote, one guard stated that he had never fired a weapon, end quote. The audit of the Golden State Group's other contract found that guards, quote, do not have their own weapons, end quote, and that, quote, all guards have not received training, end quote. An audit conducted of one of the company's word-blanked-out contracts three months later indicated that weapons range training had apparently been conducted. However, in April 2009, the contracting officer's representative, COR, reported that Golden State Group guards had, quote, little to no training in their occupation, and had received zero training on the weapons they carried, end quote. A March 2009 DCMA audit of a separate contract to guard FOB were blanked out, also in Nangahar, stated that the, quote, current unit has not conducted, end quote, RUF or LOAC training. Three follow-up audits over the next five months indicated that the training of guards at the base was not conducted. 5. Kabul Province 
an august two thousand nine audit of a contract to provide security guards at the word blanked out found quote, deficiencies with weapons use familiarization quality proficiency end quote, and said that equipment in place was quote, poor and contracted employees are inadequately trained to engage targets with a direct fire weapon end quote. the contracting officer's representative wrote at that time that he did not believe LOAC, RUF, weapons safety, and qualification training had, quote, ever been done, end quote. Although an audit completed in mid-September said that LOAC and RUF training had been completed, as of mid-October 2009, it was, quote, unknown, end quote, whether guards were receiving weapons training, and a DCMA audit reported that while, quote, guards state they know how to use weapons that has not been verified end quote. verification was not provided until at least late october two thousand nine six zabal province in march two thousand eight dcma audited a contract with a quote, local businessman named were blanked out to provide security at fob were blanked out in zabal the audit revealed that the guards provided by were blanked out, whose company was later identified as Nasiri Construction, had not received training, did not have proof of authorization to be armed, and were not briefed on RUF or LOAC. Nor could the security provider produce any documentation on how the company had screened the guards, if at all. Follow-up audits in June, July, and August showed little progress on screening, training requirements or arming authorization with an august twenty two two thousand eight audit noting that the quote, guards still have not been trained end quote. the contract was eventually terminated after it was discovered that the company was stealing fuel from the fob and that were blanked out was selling stolen vehicles to u s forces a September 2008 DCMA audit of a contract at FOB were blanked out in Zabel, reported that there was, quote, no documentation of any training done, end quote. The auditor said that not every guard even had a weapon, and that the contractor, quote, only has ten weapons that they rotate around, end quote. A follow-up audit conducted in December 2008 said that while the guards, quote, appear to be trained, End quote. There was no documented proof of such training. 7. Ghazni Province A contract for security at FOB were blanked out, required the contractor, Mohammed Gall, to provide up to 55 guards. The amount of $40 per year, per guard, was designated for the contractor to conduct annual weapons training. A March 2009 DCMA audit said, however, that the contractor was not conducting weapons training, quote, due to not enough funds to buy ammo, end quote, for guard personnel, and said that, quote, only the best qualifiers among the guards can train with live ammo, end quote. Following the audit, DCMA issued a corrective action request that required the contractor to file a plan to correct the deficiency by April 4, 2009. Subsequent audits contained no indication that, as of June 20, 2009, the guards had undergone weapons training. DOD Subcontractor, Compass Integrated Security Solutions, 
compass, provides convoy security throughout Afghanistan, including a subcontract with the Supreme Group, a food and fuel supplier in Afghanistan. Supreme's clients include the U.S. Department of Defense, DOD, the United Kingdom's Ministry of Defense, UKMOD, the United Nations, UN, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO, and the International Security Assistance Force, ISAF. In June 2009, Compass used 40 new, untrained guards to provide security on a Supreme convoy traveling from Kandahar to Ghazni and back, supporting the UK MOD. The new guards were brought on to replace 40 guards who had left Compass the month prior. According to Compass personnel, the company used the new, untrained guards after it had failed to plan for turnover among its guard force. Compass's deputy national training manager explained that, quote, as a company we know that the guards do leave, for whatever reason, end quote. But at the time, quote, we had done nothing to get guys in place, trained, so that when these guys left, then we would have a pool of trained men who we could just put straight into their place, so that it wouldn't impact operations, end quote. Prior to the untrained guards being deployed, a Compass regional training manager protested the company's decision to his boss, the company's deputy national training manager, and wrote that the, quote, training wing, end quote, would be, quote, absolved of any wrongdoing and cannot be held accountable if, when these poor blokes get killed tomorrow, end quote. The deputy national training manager, in turn, expressed his own concerns to both Aaron Staunton, Compass's regional operations manager, and Peter McCosker, the company's owner and executive director, stating, As far as I am concerned, these guys cannot be used on convoys. We are in breach of our own induction SOP. As we haven't taught them anything, let alone assessed them, they fall under the umbrella of not having achieved competency, therefore are not to be employed in their contracted role. Black and white, no room for maneuver. Furthermore, we have a moral obligation to give these men as much preparation as possible, especially down there. For this action to continue is yet another retrogressive step, taking us back two years. We are clearly in breach of our contractual obligations, where we are obliged to provide sufficient training for the men to do the job. Notwithstanding these objections, the company senior leadership sent the convoys with the untrained guards. While Compass had delayed other Supreme convoys for security reasons in the past, Staunton could not recall whether or not he recommended to Supreme that this convoy not depart with forty untrained guards as part of its security force. Staunton also could not recall whether or not he told anyone at Supreme that Compass was putting forty untrained guards on the UK MOD convoy. Staunton said that he did not ask the military for help in securing the convoy, though he later acknowledged that it would have been wise to do so. According to Staunton, I guess we were definitely caught short, and we were. Part of it was because of the high attrition rate, which was so high at the time, and we just hadn't accommodated for all the moves in place at the time. That's really what it comes down to. Later asked about the decision to use the untrained guards, 
Compass's deputy national training manager stated that the dangers associated with that decision was not limited to the guards themselves, but could extend to coalition forces in the region and had, quote, the potential to put lives at risk, end quote. One Compass employee resigned, in part, over the use of the untrained guards, writing in his resignation letter, I know that if ISAF, MOI, DOD, found out what actually happens within the company, they would no doubt conduct a major investigation which would not be in the company's favor. The failure of training mobile guards is a prime example of this. This has been, quote, sanctioned, end quote, by senior management due to, quote, operational demands, end quote. What they fail to see is, by submitting to these practices, it not only sends untrained guards out on the road, but it also undermines my position within the company. They have now set a precedent where staff can fall back to, quote, operational demands, end quote, when they are not conforming to standards. This, sick reason, these guards are being sent out, is not due to, quote, operational demands, end quote, but poor management and planning skills shown by those in charge. Peter McCosker, Compass's owner and executive director, told the committee that the convoy, quote, went without a hitch, end quote. A Compass document, however, suggests otherwise. According to Compass, the company ran only one convoy, from Kandahar to Ghazni, on June 6, 2009, the convoy on which the company deployed its untrained guards. A Compass incident report states that the June 6, 2009, Kandahar to Ghazni convoy was ambushed by 100 to 120 insurgents. The ensuing firefight lasted in excess of an hour and a half, and according to the incident report, the convoy was only able to move after ISAF forces arrived. End of section 18. Recording by Katie Riley. May 2011.